Hello, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning into The Everyday Woman Speaks. I am Margaret Smith-Williams, your creator and host, and it is here that we discuss faith, love, identity, and foolery. So I'm so excited about this next series. The Holy Spirit dropped this gem into my heart during a time of prayer and fasting, and I believe and I hope that it will be enriching to, to you guys as you listen. So this new series is called It takes a village to raise a woman. Just think about that. Isn't that like genius? I was sitting on the floor at church during prayer and the Lord just downloaded the ideas for the topic into my heart. And I was like, you better do that, God. Like so many times we sleep on the Lord. Like if we ask him, he will give us inspiration. He will give us insight. He will give us wisdom. He'll give us ideas. Like he is overflowing. There is no limit to the information or or even the, the things that God can download into our hearts if we just ask him and if we just receive what he wants to give us. So it it kind of goes in a, in a line with the fundamentals of this podcast. And if you're new to the podcast, I've said from the very beginning that this, the idea just to even start a podcast was given to me by God. And I never want to just go on here and speak fluff or speak on the top of my head. To be honest, I never even wanted to come on here in the first place. So the fact that I am on here, I always want to come with something that the Lord has given me. I want it to be insightful, um, authentic, challenging, somewhat hilarious. And I want it to be a reflection of my life and my personality and the work that God is doing within me. That is my goal. And I really hope that you guys can hear that in every episode. So it takes a village to raise a woman. Yes, a woman. If you're familiar with the African proverb, it really says it takes a village to raise a child. But when I think about the many facets of my life, it really does take a village to raise me to be where I am today and even to get me where I'm headed in the future. If I go back down memory lane, this village that God has given me was divinely created and divinely assigned to my life to help me become all that I am and all that I will be. And since I have a few minutes, I can just go through like a little bit of of my village and give you some insight. So if I start from my parents, my mom and my biological father never married, but the Lord saw fit for my mom to meet and marry my daddy or what the world would call my stepdad. I will never refer to him as that because he is my dad. He raised me. And if anyone asks me, his blood, his character, his love is definitely running through my veins. And that's that. In addition to my mom and dad, I have my sister and God has also strategically placed some of the most amazing people in my village. In every season and every state that I've lived in, God has sent someone to cover and to walk and to care and to provide and to love and just go through this life with me. If I think about my early childhood years, um, there was the Montgomery family and the Pratt family. In elementary and middle school, there was the Mays family. Um, in high school, it was Aunt Michelle and um, my high school friends, Sean, Kim, Dree, Tony, Janelle, Akia, and the Upper Bound family. And in my college years, it was, you know, Greenwood Christian Center, the Goodman family, and the McCordas family. And if I think about present day, the Lord has surrounded me with the very best sister friends. Um, they live in California and in Georgia and in Jersey and here in South Florida. and they have been invaluable in my life. 
There's also my church family and the most amazing in-laws, the Williamses, the Clarks, the Harveys. And I want to say that I do hate the term in-laws. Just like I hate stepdad, I don't like in-laws because it it's like they are legit my family. And it just sounds so so mean, like they're horrible and that you don't want to go visit them or you don't like spending time with them, which is really not my experience. So maybe I should say family by marriage. I think I like that better. But anyway, so thank you to my village. Thank you for those of you who have stepped up to the plate to embrace, to embrace, to love, to support, to correct, and even to encourage me. Because Margaret, mm-hmm. Margaret is a lot. And so to have people that are genuinely in my corner is really a blessing. So as soon as the Lord dropped this theme into my heart, I began to do some research on the background of the African proverb. And I came across this article on frontiers and public health. And it was called, It Takes a Village to Raise a Child, Understanding and Expanding the Concept of the Village. So excerpts from this article reads, the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child, originates from an African proverb and conveys the message that it takes many people, the village, to provide a safe, healthy environment, to give security. Um, They are needed to develop and flourish, and they are also needed to be able to realize their hopes and dreams. This requires an environment where the village takes the voices seriously, where multiple people or the villagers, including parents, siblings, extended family members, neighbors, teachers, professionals, community community members, and policymakers care. C-A-R-E. It says, when multiple people care. That like totally stood out to me especially because we live in a world where everything is so self-centered. People are mean and cold and heartless. And you really need genuine people in your life that care, that care for you, care for you as a person, as the individual, not because of what you can offer, not because of how much money you have, not because of what you can give them, not because of your status, not because of anything, but they care for you as the individual as the wife, as the mom, as the career woman, as the student, as the child of God, you need care and you deserve care. And I believe that's probably one of the reasons why God created this sense of community and the sense of a village. So I would dare ask you to just take a moment wherever you are and think about your life. No matter how good or how bad your life has been, if you think about it, God has always placed someone along your path to be a source of hope, strength, encouragement, support, light, and love. Just um, think about the good seeds that those individuals have planted in your life, the things they have watered, uh, the impact that they have made on you. These individuals are an extension of God's love for you. They are your village. James 1.17 says, and I am going to read this from the ICB version or the International Children's Version because sometimes the King James Version does the absolute most and has me confused. Even though I'm smart and all, I need it broken down to where I can understand it. So verse 17 of the first chapter of James reads, every good action and every good perfect gift is from God. These good gifts come down from the creator of the sun, moon, and stars. God does not change like their shifting shadows. Your village is God's good and perfect gift in your life. Think about the people who have taken your voice, your dreams, your callings, your hurt, your pain, your joy, your victories, who've taken everything about you seriously. Think about the people that have provided direct care to you, whether they've 
helped you get better when you were sick, whether they've helped you when you've had a child or whether they fed you or helped supported your business, taking you out to lunch, celebrated you, comforted you, sewed into your life, whether they've showered you with love, that is your village. Think about the people who were there when all hell broke loose in your life, when everything fell apart, when you made stupid decisions and were left to reap the consequences or just start all over again. Think about the people that corrected you in love and still helped you figure out a plan to get your life back on track. That's your village. They are God's good and perfect gifts in your life. Sometimes we often look for the big miracles or the big exploits from God. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like sometimes we want God to turn water into wine or part the Red Sea in front of us or raise people from the dead. Those are all great things. And we want to see God's hand in this earth. We want to see miracles, signs, and wonders. But I think in the quest to see the big things from God, we miss the everyday blessings that he's given us. One of my favorite songs, I think, is uh, Maverick City's song, A Million Little Miracles. And I'm going to read the words and try not to sing it because in my head, I'm already singing it. But I'm going to read the words to you guys. And it says, all my life, I've been carried by grace. Don't ask me how, because I can't explain. It's nothing short of a miracle. I'm here. I've got some blessings that I don't deserve. I've got some scars. That's how you learn. It's nothing short of a miracle. I'm here. I think it over and it doesn't add up. I know it comes from above. And then they go on to say, I've got miracles on miracles, a million little miracles. And then they say like, one, two, three, four, I can't even count them all. That's what our village is. The gift of the village that God has given you is a testament of God's miracles in your life. Listen, I know we live in this world and we've been conditioned in this world, especially Black women, to always feel like we have to be strong and always feel like we have to be superwomen. And we do have the strength that only comes from God. We can um, make a dollar out of 15 cents. We can push out babies and make houses into homes. We can tear down walls of destruction and build empires. But if we were honest with ourselves, none of those things can truly be done alone. And to be honest, we shouldn't even desire to do any of those things alone. We cannot make it in this life without being surrounded by a village of people. And let me just reiterate that when I say village, it doesn't have to be like 20 people deep. That's not what I mean. God has given you a select few of people who have had your best interest at heart along the way in your life. It really is about, um, my friends and I talk about this all the time, quality over quantity. And I, and I even have these conversations with my daughter. You don't need a lot of friends. You just need a small group of quality friends. One good friend is better than 10 not so good friends. And quality over quantity. And that is what your village is. Your village brings quality to your life. I want to close with this first. So Ecclesiastics 4, 9 through 12 in that good old ICB version again says, two people are better than one. They get more done by working together. If one person falls, the other one can help him up. But it is bad for the person who is alone when he falls. No one is there to help him. If two lie down together, they will be warm. But a person alone will not be warm. An enemy might defeat one person but two people together can defend themselves. God did not make us to walk through life alone. We just read in the scripture here that he reminds us that two people are better than one. 
that if one person falls, there's someone that's there that can help him up. He also reminds us that an enemy, you can be defeated by yourself. But when two people or when you have someone in your life, or when you have this village surrounding you, they can help you defend yourself. Let's pray. Father, we just want to take some time just to say thank you. Thank you for the people and the village that you have surrounded us with. Just as I've just taken some time to really think about my life from birth up until now, I'm grateful that you've placed people along my path to be everything that I need in that moment. Father, I thank you for providing us with love and joy and peace and hope and courage and strength and resources and opportunities and relationships through the villages that you have given us. Father, we thank you for the people that you've placed in our life. Help us to be conscious of your goodness through them. Help us to be conscious of your love that we receive through them. Father, we just want to say thank you. Sometimes we focus so much on the big things or we expect big things, but that we forget that your goodness and your perfect gifts comes through the people that you place in our life. So thank you for giving us them. God, I pray that we would cherish them. I pray that we would pray for them. I pray that we would receive the help that they give us. I pray that we will not take them for granted. God, I pray that you would help us to accept their help and help us to accept their guidance, their correction and their love and their care. God, help us to see that you have given them to us to care for us because you care for us and you want the best for us. So again, we thank you for this village that you've given us. Thank you for them being an extension of you. Thank you for allowing them to walk through life with us and allowing them to help us to walk into the place that you have called us to be. Thank you for the village, God, you've given us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So just as we thank the Lord for the village that he has given us, now I just want you to do something practical. Think of someone that has impacted your life today, um, somebody that has held you down, that has supported you, that has loved on you. And once you get that person or the people in mind that you think of, I want you to pick up the phone today and just call them. And I want you to tell them, thank you. Uh, tell them that you appreciate them. Life is too short, really, not to express gratitude and to let people know how much you love them. Can you do that for me? Thank you kindly. Thank you, ladies, gentlemen. Thank you again for joining me today for another episode of The Everyday Woman Speaks. Listen, you do not want to miss the rest of this series. I just gave you a tiny teaser, but I've got some thought-provoking and hilarious conversations coming down the line with my friends and the upcoming episodes in the series that will change your life. Don't miss out. Please like, subscribe, and share this episode on all the major podcast platforms. Feel free to email me at theeverydaywomanspeaks at gmail.com. I love to hear your words of encouragement and your love. Until next time, my prayer is that you will live right, you will love right, and you will be right. Bye, y'all.